Simmons. It's the Green Room on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Green Room here on FNR, Football Nation Radio, brought to you by Simmons. It's Vano and Lockie Flanagan in studio. Promise a special guest, Lockie. And we're joined in studio now by Neil Kilkenny. Neil, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, Neil, it's a massive week. Back in finals action, you know, you've now actually had a full week to prepare for one game after three games in a week. How good is it just to have, you know, a full week to actually get ready for, you know, one game instead of having to worry about all games in a quick spate of time? Yeah, it's good, you know, um, to recover um, and look forward to the game now. And um, we, we obviously know it's a, a big game, but, um, yeah, like I said, we can't, we can't wait to, to get going and for the kickoff. To, for the kickoff. Uh, Neil, obviously, well, first of all, great to have you on. I don't give up that middle microphone very easily, so we can tell what what kind of esteem you hold that you're jumping into that seat. But obviously the opponent for this weekend is the Willington Phoenix. Now, we know that the fixtures against those ones have probably been one of the, the bigger challenges for, for the senior side this season to come up against. And obviously, you know, not getting the results you wanted, it, particularly thinking back to that game a, a few months ago in Ballarat against the Phoenix. Is there... Any particular learnings that you guys have taken out of that fixture to sort of for, uh, for this Saturday? Um, tactically, we haven't really done that much so far. Um, I think over the next couple of days, um, t- tomorrow and Friday, we will do look into it a bit more in depth. But um, yeah, it was it was a a tough game. You know, um, they broke on us a couple of times and obviously got a set piece and and then a goal from a from a, a breakaway as well. So. We need to look out for that, but we know that they've got some good players that can open us up as well. So, um, like we do, we've we've got good players as well. So, it'll be a really um, interesting game and um, one to look forward to for the fans. Neil, what did you take out of the last week of the season? I mean, it was there was a lot of pressure on you guys to to get points on the board, and unfortunately, the results didn't all pan out the way you would have been hoping for. But what were some of the messages, I guess, internally that you had coming out of that? Because you know, you ravaged by injuries, short turnarounds on the road. What what came out of that experience for you guys? I think the performances were quite good, actually. Um, you know, maybe um, you know, a bit of a um, concentration lapse or whatever. But um, I think overall, the performances have been quite quite good um you know against newcastle against even mariners um even 20 minutes 25 minutes into the game we were probably we should have probably been one or two up and then obviously uh we were we went a, a man down with topper for maybe five five minutes and they, they scored an absolute worldie from that so it's um you know and then they they playing in adelaide it's always tough to the crowd get behind them then but we showed good character to stay in the game and unfortunately another very good finish where the player Kito we didn't realise he didn't really wind up to hit it he just sort of ran mm. onto the ball and hit it in his stride which uh, took us um, you know took us a bit uh, aback but um, yeah, it was a good finish but we showed again good character and we, sh- we had a couple of chances as well so um yeah, no, it's one of them things. But we showed we showed a good performance over the last three games, and hopefully we can we can take that in with um, hopefully a couple of players being back for the games as well. I mean, obviously those two goals, the one you mentioned, Ryan Kiddo and Harvey Lopez, were, were sort of like top draw kind of finishes. Did it have the feeling of one of those days where you did sort of just have to, you know, throw your hands up and say maybe that that game just 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 wasn't for us? The footballing gods didn't didn't agree. Well, yeah, you know, sometimes you have to hold your hands up and say. Um, 
well done to to their players in the sense of finishes as well. So, um, but yeah, it's one of them things. Um, we've got to move on now, and we've got to look forward to Wellington. And I'm sure it'll be um, a good game for the fans to come out and watch. Well, obviously, this is your first season at Western United. I guess reflecting on it, obviously, there's still a little bit more to go in this first season. But what what are some of the you know I guess the experiences you've taken out of this, and when you reflect back on this on this first year and this first year of the campaign? Um, yeah, it's been good. Um, you know. We've got a good, very good cha- uh, changing room. Uh, the boys get on very well, uh, very close knit. Um, you know, uh, people probably from the outside would have said, "Oh, you know, that they didn't really expect us to be where we are." But if I'm honest, when I walked through the for the change through the through the doors here, um, I could see within the changing room that we had good characters and, and and good players, some good leaders in there that you know push and obviously good coaching staff and. And a club that wants to invest and, and wants to go places, um, and that shows by the way that they do things. And the club's been fantastic, un- unbelievably professional throughout, and um, hopefully they can continue that. You know, um, if we can, you know, the, if the club can build on what they, what we did this season, um, I'm sure you know we'll push again because this experience of this season will go very far uh, f- for the future. Well, you talk about good characters at the club and it, it's it's almost unfair to pick one specific one out because they do exist at every level. But I'm going to single out the coach, of course, John Aloisi. Last time we spoke to you on this program, you you told us that you actually, you know, uh, came across him in your playing days as well. How's it been working under him as a coach? And, and what sort of, as someone who's uh, got a bit of an interest in the, in the coaching side of things as well, what do you think is the biggest lesson you've taken out of working under him this season? Um, you know, he knows his stuff. He's been around the game for so long and um, tactically very good. Um, very good, pers- uh, very good uh, person. Um, very good morals. That's a massive thing for me. Um, is And throughout the club, that everyone at, at the club's got very good, you know, morally very well and very good. So, and yeah, so, and he drives us every day. Um, and obviously him and his coaching staff have to, take massive um, massive credit for where the club are obviously as well as the people above who you know are, are willing to invest and 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 pick the right people to mm. be in charge well on the subject of those morals and those messages what has been sort of the the main uh, discourse out on the training pitch this week from John and the coaching staff ahead of obviously a, a huge game for the club well firstly obviously recover for the, from the, the the previous weeks um, the, the last week that we've had um, having three games in eight days um it takes a bit of a toll but you know recover and um and then obviously just we know what what we'll be we'll we'll play like we have all season um very good structurally well organized and we've got a bit of quality up the top of the pitch as well so hopefully we can um like i said um pull out a result and and move on Obviously, speak about the quality up on top of the pitch, but yourself and Steve and Renee have formed quite the midfield sort of tandem this year. You know, whoever it is alongside yourself, it seems like you guys have been able to make it work. But in particular, Renee, I mean, he's come in mid-year. I mean, he's done it all overseas as well, you know, along with yourself. What sort of what sort of partnership and what sort of things have you learnt working alongside him uh, coming down, obviously, from overseas as well? Yeah, he's, he's a good player. He's got a good pedigree, you know, and um, he's played at some big clubs, so... It's been good, and obviously he's, he's he's a decent athlete, wins his headers. So you saw obviously the other day against Adelaide, and a couple of times this season where he's he's filled into the uh, at the back. So um, it's good, and 
yeah, and, and obviously Stevie's been really well. He's nicked a goal and very good professional, um, you know, and um, you know what you're going to get from him every week, um, a solid performance, which if you want to be challenger at the, top of the, at the top of the league, you need a lot of them characters in because, you know, you don't want an eight, out, eight or nine out of ten and then a four out of ten. You need probably the, most of the teams to be sevens, you know, um, and if you can do that, you'll be definitely for, uh, at the top throughout the season. So that's... Um, yeah, that's probably a lot of a lot of things I've learned over the over the years of playing. Well, the other the other part of that sort of midfield trio is is Steve, as you mentioned. He's currently sort of unavailable through injury at the present moment. And when you guys had your sort of uh, quite popular axis, you know, that double pivot, you were probably the more defensively minded one. He was the one who liked to get forward and sort of ghost in to score a couple of goals. But the last few weeks. We've seen you go on a few a few more dribbles forward. You had the assist for Edisu, obviously. You nearly had one against Adelaide. Have you been enjoying that uh, that chance to saunter forward a little bit more? Uh, to be honest, we don't really talk about that in the sense of tactics. But, um, you know, with the injuries that we've got, you know, as an older player, I try and take on and try and push the lads forward. And, um, you know, and I found myself luckily in the box a couple of times. So... Um, maybe I should have been a bit more greedy uh, against Adelaide, which um, probably throughout my career I, I'm not greedy enough in in them forward areas, and I look to pass before shooting. So maybe I should have shot against um, you know Adelaide and the one against Newcastle. If it hits the guy's foot, then everyone says you should have shot again. As so well, it's one of them things. But um, if I find myself up there getting forward, I don't mind. It's just a a long way back for me as well. <laughs> and um, I mean, in terms of senior figures, you know, Deer's been out for quite some time now, but we've seen he's been quite a vocal player, you know, still hanging around on the coach's bench and, you know, coming down to training and everything else with obviously his frustrating injuries. Um, what's it been like with him sort of taking that different role, not only for yourself, but for the younger guys in the team as well? Um, yeah, it's, you know, he's, he's obviously been around, um, you know, around, obviously around the training ground. He, he, he's been away a bit as well through trying to recover so yeah it's good to have obviously as many senior players as possible but that shows um fantastic management as well from from the coaches that you know that they understand the um the experience the experiences that the older players have and um you know you you come across some managers that are very insecure and they don't want that um they want they want to be in charge of everything but Obviously, the coaching staff at our club is is fantastic. You know, they they realise that we've got some um, players that have played um, at some decent level with a lot of experience. So, um, as well as the, as as the older players, it has to be said that the the coaching staff um, should take a lot of a lot of credit for that as well because um, you know they're secure enough to allow players to lead, which you need them players on the pitch as you know when the when the going gets tough you know sometimes it's hard to get your message across and the players have to step up on the pitch so that's how you create leaders as well um so like i said the um the coaching staff have to take massive credit for that as well and um like i said throughout the season they've they've been uh, fantastic um obviously john aloisi foxy and uh, ja um you know it's, um he it's it's fantastic to work with them yeah that that sort of approach where the coaching staff are very open to the ideas and the advice of, of the other senior players. I mean, we've, we've had a few players come on this program and describe you as someone who acts a bit of a, as a, as a coach on the pitch at times, you know, Dia as a coach behind the bench. It, that seems like a, a an approach and a, an attitude, a team environment that you've, you've really relished this season in particular. 
Yeah, like like I said, if you have coaches that are very secure in themselves, you know, they know their stuff. And um, obviously, you you know, you, you try and pass on the messages that the managers or the coaches have um, been saying throughout the week or throughout the season. So I just try and reiterate it, you know, trying to be that character on the pitch to try and help help the players around me and as well as help the, help the team win games. And, and like I said, um, full credit to um, the coaching staff because um, what they're saying to us is, and it's been working, so, and I'm just reiterating what they want. And um, like I said, they have to be very secure in, in themselves to be able to, to be allow, uh, to allow the older players to do that. And um, like I said, they, they take all the credit. Uh, absolutely. I mean, now, obviously, you've played in big finals before, big games all around the world. You've done it here as well in Australia and everything else. Now looking ahead to this weekend, I mean, do the players come to you for, like, to still a lot of these players have played these big games as maybe some of the younger guys, some of the youthful sort of guys, do they come to you for sort of a bit of advice for these bigger games? Like, what's sort of the messaging heading into that? No, I think they need to, you know, they are big games, but you just, they just need to enjoy it. They don't come to, to me to or, or any players. Well, I've have an experience. They obviously ask your opinion or, you know, but they don't ask how to handle it. You know, mm. They're good players. They need to go out and express themselves. <clears throat> and I always try and say to them that they need to show how good they are. And that's, and that's what they've done all season. And if they can perform to the way that they have all season, all the players, um, like I said, it's a fantastic group. And... I fully support all the boys because, um, like I said, we've got a fantastic group um, um, within the changing room, and even the ones that that you know haven't played as much this season, they they have to take massive credit as well because every day they turn up to training and they push and they train hard and they show a good attitude, which raises the standard for the players that are actually playing. So the ones on the pitch always get the ones get always get the praise, but the ones behind the scenes that maybe don't play as many minutes, they, they deserve massive credit because they're the ones that push push the ones that are playing every day and, and they push the standard to for us to improve as as a group. So um like I said, it's um it's a fantastic group and like I said, I'm sure the players that are that the manager picks will will be uh, stand up and be counted and and as a, as one, but as an as all, we 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 want them to um, you know perform at the level that they, we know they can. The other thing that is a massive push with those sorts of things, especially on game day, is to have the fans you know in a home crowd at Amy Park. Yeah, the, the the Western Service crew we know will be making a, a fine voice this Saturday afternoon. You must be looking forward to getting back to Amy Park and and have the chance to get what would be a, a massive finals win in in front of them. Yeah, we want as many fans as possible to come out to support us. You know, we know it's a, a new club, but you know, in such a uh, a short period, um, it's it's grown so much. So um, hopefully, as many fans can come out, um, come to Amy Park, and and get right behind us because um, it's fantastic when when they come out and 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 get behind us and, and push us forward. And hopefully, they can be the twelfth man on Saturday night. Mm. And a final one for you, Neil. We're about to, to welcome one of your teammates, Ben Garuccio, onto the program. Now, the, the big thing from Ben this season is obviously, it goes without saying, the, the goal. And we are going to get a chance to ask him about it. But I, w- I want you to, to set the occasion for us. I'm going to ask him a question. We find out how many times he's played this goal and watched it back uh-huh. since it happened. I want you to put a, your best estimation how many times your, your left-back teammate has watched his own goal back and we'll get the correct answer on the um, other side of the break. Uh, I'll have a little guess and I won't go for a round. I'll go for like maybe 
32. Oh, that, I like yeah. I like the specificity yes. of that yes. answer. Yeah. 32. I'm a big yeah. fan of that. Well, we'll have to verify that on the uh, on the other say, side. I have to say, Benny's been fantastic this season. You know, mm. his performances every week is, you know, um, have been very very. He's been eight, seven, eight out of ten most weeks. So, and like I said. To be at the top of the table, you need many of them. Benny's definitely been one of them, and um, yeah, he's like I said, he's he's been fantastic this uh, this season, and he deserved that goal, um, even though it was a massive surprise. You know, <laughs> I was right, I was there on the pitch, and I was like, wow, <laughs> it was a great adjustment from him, and fair play, he deserves it. Well, Neil, thank you very much for joining us. Um, big game this Saturday. Looking forward to it. Good luck. Um, and hopefully, you know, there's another week of finals, even potentially two weeks more of finals for yourself and, uh, and the rest of the team. Thanks for having me, guys. And um, like I said, hopefully the fans can come out and watch. And I'm sure I'll probably see you guys there as well.